a Fill Your Soul podcast. My name is Paige. And for those of you who are new today, this is a podcast talking about all things filling your soul, how to find your passions. We talk about travel. We talk about digital nomad life. I'm really excited today to have a guest on, Zoe, who I actually met when I was living in Tulum, Mexico, and I had been following her before Tulum and was really, really excited to be able to take her yoga class in person in Tulum at Holistica. So we have on Zoe today, she's a yoga instructor, fitness and lifestyle influencer and content creator. And we'll be talking on this episode today, all things about inspiring positive change from the inside out and holistic wellness. So yeah, Zoe, if you want to introduce yourself to everyone listening. Oh, hello. I love it. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on. And it's like a full circle moment because I remember following your yoga content and taking some of your classes online and then starting my travel journey and being in Mexico and finding out that I was super close to the studio that you taught at. And to this day, your class was still like one of my favorite classes I've done. And I practice yoga for seven years, seven, eight years now. So really excited for you to be on today. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love it. Yes. And yeah, so it's also funny overlap too. So obviously I've traveled full time, but I'm from Massachusetts and Zoe's from Connecticut. And when I met you, I remember you telling me how you started your yoga journey and beginning to practice when you were in Connecticut. So I guess we can start off the conversation about what is your background? Like what got you into yoga and how did you find out that this was your passion that you wanted to pursue for your, for your job? My mom got me into yoga actually. Yeah. She's, Uh she's the OG. I grew up just very active. My parents are super outdoorsy, hiking, biking, skiing, me a lifestyle you know it's a way of being it's wanting to be a kinder and better person and it's connection to yourself and to everyone around you you know it kind of taps back into how we were talking about how it's so important to find some whether it's some type of movement or whatever something you love or a holistic practice practice of mindfulness I feel so lucky I found yoga and I feel like it was kind of one of the main pillars of like my holistic wellness, mindfulness journey, like good habits compound the same way bad habits compound. And so if you start one thing, right, it can progress and it builds up and it, it's evolved greatly over these five years. And um, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Honestly, it's totally changed my life. So thankful I have it. It's grounds me. Like you said, I, helps me practice being more mindful. I think with my yoga practice, it's, you know, it started kind of there and and now it's like, okay, like five minute meditation every morning. Let me read 10 pages of, you know, some type of self-help book or an entrepreneur book. All these like little things, like I love cold plunging now. I feel like come, it's like a domino effect that have happened. And I think yoga was the first thing that started that. Yeah. That's, that's very true. And I feel like there's more and more trends that are going on now with health and wellness, but I think it's for the better. Like I know so many friends and I started for a few months doing cold plunges and the benefits that it has is 
so immense and it's like cutting out from people wanting to do other activities when there's way more like activities and hobbies now around wellness, which I feel like is so important, especially for people our age who are like still developing these practices. Like it's so easy to get sucked into bad habits and drinking and going out. But now that there's all these other alternatives to making you feel good, like these natural alternatives, it's great to be able to practice those instead. Yeah, exactly. Trending or not, I think it's a wonderful thing if people want to get more into wellness and and totally there's so many more community events out there and you realize you're like, wow, I can spend my time instead of maybe going out on a Saturday night, like I can wake up Sunday morning, go to whatever type of fitness class, meet my friend after, have like breakfast and walk home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's- it's so true. And it's something too. I know we've had some friends that we've talked with in our travels in various countries. And it's so interesting to see like the wellness and holistic wellness knowledge based on where you are. But people have been more and more increasingly interested in like, should I cut out alcohol? Is it a waste of money? Is it not good for me? And I saw your video on TikTok that you have started that journey around like cutting out alcohol for a couple months. I was so curious to hear about your experience with that and how you've been feeling, because I feel like it's something that's always in the back of people's heads, but they're like nervous to try and haven't heard from anyone who has done it. So yeah. How has that been for you so far? Oh my God. Absolutely incredible. The most empowering thing I think I have ever done. Wow. Yeah. It's been six months. Wow. Even over now. I don't know. My boyfriend has like the exact days numbers he's like he's keeping track (laughs) he's keeping track we did it together so important to throw that out there for any of the listeners I think if you have whether it's your partner your bestie whoever if you're doing it with someone I think it's definitely going to make it a lot easier I would feel like it would be much more challenging doing it alone granted it's totally possible yeah for me I mean it wasn't like too too challenging you know I already have so many health and wellness practices and I like you said, it's something we all know. We're like, "Mm." and I think more and more people are waking up where it's, wow, you know, drinking's like just not good for you at all. No amount of drinking is good for you, but a lot of us are over consuming, even if you're just drinking on the weekends. And it's say it's just five drinks or something on a Saturday night out with friends. It's still more than what you're supposed to be or like healthy limits which is crazy you know but yeah man it has been a journey for sure I think like around the three month period sometimes it would be a little challenging you I feel like for me I found my communication and especially with me and my boyfriend or or whoever honestly has Mm -hmm. just gotten so much better Mm -hmm. there's definitely times where you would like at least I found I would like hard conversations or something I would have with usually like maybe a drink or with Mm. alcohol or those harder conversations happen when you are having drinks. Right. So that was like very interesting to see. And you just realize you're like, wow, like it is so ingrained in our culture. Drinking is just so, so ingrained. So when you give that up, like, yeah, it's a huge shift. Like, right. I mean, I started drinking before 21 that's for sure (laughs) I don't know what like 18 or something in college like I'm 27 now that's a lot that's many years of drinking and queuing being social to drinking right like any type of event you see that's like a fun social event concert sports game dinner hanging out with friends 
happy hour, which is mm-hmm. funny they call it even happy hour, right? Yeah. Alcohol will make you happy. I don't know. Taking a step back and not doing it is like very eye-opening to just like society and what's like societal norms. It's, it's pretty crazy. Now at six months, even at three, not so much, but at six months, like I just don't even think, think about, about it anymore. No, yeah. it's just crazy. I've been to a concert. I've been to a wedding. I've traveled and been at like re- a retreat type of thing where there was still alcohol, like, you know, with strangers, mm-hmm. you know, I've done the things and I've done it without alcohol. So yeah. And it's, it's a great feeling to be able to do those and not need it. Like I've gone through phases in travel and you meet new people and I'm somewhere new and I don't want to drink and it surprises a lot of people and they think there has to be some deeper reason behind it but it's like I don't want to and it saves you money as well for, for people sure. who are traveling full-time or for someone who, like it's just a money saver and then you're actually like remember meeting people it's a crazy concept yeah <laughs> and- my conversations are actually better yeah I found that too I found that I was like oh my god I feel like when I was drinking, I feel like after a couple drinks, like I would start just talking about myself and you kind of realize it. I was like, if you're not drinking, if you're like the sober person there, like after a certain amount of drinks, people like will kind of start repeating themselves or, and I, and I don't mean it in any judgmental way, but it's just a, right. it's just a funny observation. Yeah. No. And it's just an interesting perspective to be able to take a step back and realize, or at least just break down the reasons why you do drink. Like if you do actually really enjoy it, that's one thing, but to know the reasons why you do or do not engage in any activities that aren't like great for your health, or if you can just fill them with a new activity, it's like important. For you, what have you found you like, are there any new drinks that you started having? Or like, I know for me, I got into kombucha, like when I stopped drinking alcohol as much, like, are there any drinks that you've replaced it with or brands that you like swear by in terms of health and wellness now that really has made it easier for you? Yeah. When we first like stopped in those first couple months, we, we tried a bunch of the mocktails that are out Mm -hmm. there. Gaia or Gia. I'm not even sure how you pronounce it. I think it's Gaia. I don't know. Yeah. I really like that one. I love the Kin Euphorics. I think those are, uh, they're interesting. Like all of these mocktail type brands, De Soie, that one's Katy Perry's. I've tried that one. I think that you're like, why would you drink that? And then it like somehow really grows on you. But uh, yeah, yeah, I I think they're good. I don't, there was a time where you had them in the house. I haven't had them in a while, but even when we go out to restaurants now, if I see a mocktail, I'll usually order one. And I've been to a couple of restaurants here in Miami recently, and they had really good mocktails, which was really exciting and like really, really awesome. Cause I've also been to places and it's just like, I don't know. It's a poor excuse of a drink though. You're like, this is yeah. just a drink. Like, <laughs> like, all right, I would have been fine without it, but yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And I think it's an interesting journey because people normally rely on alcohol to be more confident in social oh, settings yeah. or just to be more confident and to care less. So yeah. How have you shaped this like part of your journey in terms of being a confident individual and then also related to like self-love advice and for people listening who are trying to work on like being more confident and loving themselves more and through your perspective of being a yoga instructor, but also on your, this like wellness journey, a lot of people in 
their twenties are listening and just any advice around any of those topics. Oh, okay. Um, the yeah, deep I one. Found, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found, yeah, the confidence thing. Okay. Yeah. Drinking does not make you any more confident. It really doesn't. It's just like a thing you're like telling yourself. And, and when you like release that, and if you do decide anyone listening, if you do decide to, you know, even if you take a weekend off or, or whatever, if you decide to like not drink, you'll find that you got it. Like you're good. Like you're, you can make conversation. You're totally fine. And it gets easier over time, especially if there's anyone who really, you know, wants to take drinking out of their life or, cut it back however much yeah you'll you'll grow more comfortable with yourself and like going out in these situations I think as time goes on like I said it's I I don't even think about it now so it's just become as natural as it used to be as if I were to go out or go to a dinner with drinking self-confidence in general advice I would give to someone who wants more confidence I would say do the things you say you're going to do. You have to hold yourself accountable. And it, when you start holding yourself accountable, say, you know, okay, I'm going to start meditating two minutes every morning and start small, like whatever these things are, if you're trying to build better habits in your life, A, always start so small. Don't overwhelm yourself. Just do something you can do every day, then grow it. But mm -hmm. when you stay true to your word, that's how you build self-respect for yourself. And the more self-respect you have, the more confident of a being you are to stand up for yourself, to know your self-worth. So yeah, just anytime you notice you say, oh yeah, I'm going to empty the dishwasher. Yeah, I'll do it, whatever. Do it. Make sure you do it. It's, it could be the smallest thing or it can be big things. It could be something like, say I was nervous about coming on this podcast, like actually mm -hmm. doing that. And then I would feel so good about myself for doing that. And I think that's how you build self-confidence for sure. And that's my advice that I would give there. Yeah, I think that's such a good point that like it starts with respect for yourself and then that can in turn change to confidence, which then in turn can change with who you attract into your life as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you don't respect yourself, you're just not going to get that respect from other people. So if you've noticed that might be like something that's happening or a trend in your life, whether it's with friends partner, whoever, like definitely take a moment then to step inward and okay, how am I talking to myself? Like, you know, take a look at those things. Yeah. And then I, looking at your videos, the constant theme throughout them, like you talk a lot about loving the journey and the process and kind of forgetting the destination. And I'm sure this can apply to on the mat and in yoga. Yeah. But could you talk about kind of what that means to you about like loving the journey and what happens when you kind of just forget about the end goal and all the magic that can happen along the way with this mindset? Yeah. You know, we, I think we always, I think goals are a great thing to have. And I was something, a newer practice I've started incorporating into like my routine is actually writing my goals down every single day to just keep them fresh in my head. So I know what I'm driving for. That's Granted, awesome. Yeah. And I think that's really, and that's like a great piece of like entrepreneurial advice that I would give as well. Like continue write, to write down your goals. Don't just do it in like the new year or your birthday. Like, you know, sometimes I, cause I've done that in the past and then you go back and be like, Oh, I forgot I've even written that down, you know? So focused on what you're going for. Yeah. So 
right? You can have your destination, your goals in mind, but I think loving the journey is just being gentle and being like soft with yourself. And it's also just really about like living in the present moment. Like, again, as great as it is to have these goals, it's not, oh, when I have this, I will be happy, right? Like it's now, like you are living now and you have to like also take a moment to step back and realize how far you've come you know, it's never going to go the way you've planned it in your head, whatever your goals, your dreams are like your journey. There is never going to unfold how you plan it to. And that's, that is the magic, right? Like all of these other things that come up or all of these different twists and turns that our path takes us on. Like that's, that's the beauty in it for sure. Yeah. And yeah, if I feel like if you are always focused on the destination, you miss all of the good along the way. And the process is a part of the fun and a part of the growth. And even if you were to have the end result, like the next day, you need all of the growth. I feel like you can't just magically plop yourself there. You'd be so overwhelmed. Like you're not even ready for that. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So much to that. Right. We think sometimes too, that we're ready. And then once we've gone through it and maybe we get to that point where like oh wow yeah yes I know (laughs) I needed needed to go through this I needed all of the time in between yeah yeah and then for you now so I I know you teach yoga and you have your own business can you share a bit about like your entrepreneurial journey and what that has looked like um going from teaching in person and now growing your whole community online yeah oh my gosh very tough (laughs) very rewarding (laughs) though yeah. Oh, sometimes you're like, damn, that's job kind of sounds nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's challenging. Um, uh, being an entrepreneur has definitely been it's definitely very tough and it has its challenges. It's you are counting and betting on yourself. I think a lot of entrepreneurs will say this, you know, you'll be you you will be overworking and underpaid for a while and like till it gets till you can get yourself up and running and building and I think too if anyone is interested and maybe doing teaching yoga online or any fitness practice online or whatever it is honestly I guess it doesn't even matter if it's fitness or not Mm -hmm. growing a following is one thing but building a business is a completely different other thing so yeah that's a really good point it's yeah it's a business it's not growing a following right so any advice though read a lot of books Mm. (laughs) are who you hang with and if you're not really like feeling inspired or if you're looking around at your friends and say you want to be an entrepreneur and you're looking around your friend group and you're like "Hmm," like maybe there are people who don't have that same drive or that same passion as you and they're more interested in partying still and that type of phase of their life like you can always turn to books and that can be who you surround <laughs> yourself with as well. And I think that's, you know, educating yourself on these things will help a lot in the process. Yeah, I agree. I feel the same if there are certain environments I'm in where I don't resonate with the people around me. It's like podcast has actually been that place where you can literally listen to someone else speaking to you and it can feel like you're hanging out with someone who has the same perspective as you. And it's easy enough to literally search on Spotify, like the topic that you want to learn about and listen to someone have the same perspective and it's nice to kind of put yourself in that bubble if you don't have that in your direct environment too I'm big on audible yeah one book I was listening to was like 
Grant Cardone, the 10X, and that's a great one for entrepreneurs. But I think he had like a statistic in there that he was saying like the average successful entrepreneur reads like 60 books a year where the average American reads not even one. Wow. And it really, yeah, you're like, it's on you. And I think that's a huge thing too. And that's something I really realized, I think maybe in these like last, like this last year, especially this like last six months or just being here in Miami and starting my business, like it is all on you. Like no one's going to save you. You're fully responsible for yourself. And when you really like figure that out and that makes sense in your head, that's when things will shift and happen and change for you. Yeah. But you have to take full responsibility. Yeah. And you, you should have be to be to always take full responsibility too. I think very successful people, very confident people will always take responsibility. Right. Yeah. And I think the combination of that advice plus your focus on holistic wellness and how that's kind of played into building a business and being focused, I think that's great advice for anyone listening who's interested in wellness in general or entrepreneurship and starting their own thing that it requires you to be focused and have habits that allow you to be focused as well. For sure. I mean, when we were traveling around, I was also in Tulum. I was like 25, 26. I'm going to be turning 27 soon. So it's taken me, you know, it takes some time like it and having a solid morning routine, you know, where I have a lot of my health and wellness habits in there is like a big factor in which makes my day like super productive or successful or just a really excellent day is maintaining those habits and those rituals and those routines. Yeah. Sure. I love that. Doing things like the cold, like I do the cold plunge every morning and yes, it's great for all of the health benefits, but I also so I love it so much because it's the, oh, I can do hard things, right? Mm-hmm. You start your day that way, then you're like, I can do this. Like I can go. You're just starting yeah. off, but for sure. Yeah. If you can sit in a bucket of ice, I feel like you yeah. can do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so true. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you shared Audible and you shared your book recommendation, but is there a favorite quote that you have in mind? We like to ask every guest their favorite quote. So is there one you want to share? Yes. I have one that I shared the other day. I've been reading The Pivot Year. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. By Brianna Westwood. This one was cute. It resonated with me. So we'll say it's my favorite. <laughs> it's a good one though. <laughs> it's your favorite one today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I have so many. The courage with which you enter today will become the fate that you meet tomorrow. I love that. Mm. That's amazing. So oh, great. No, and another one, another good one. My boyfriend was saying this one the other day. Uh, what is it? Oh, one day or day one. And mm. I was like, oh. <laughs> That is so funny you say that. Actually, that's a perfect segue because that was going to be another topic that we have in our podcast. We were literally going to title it that. <laughs> no way. Oh, so we were going to do one on just like starting it. Like our big, when people ask, how do you do this? How do you do that? It's like just starting it. Like it's either one day or day one. Yeah, literally. That's so funny you said that. Yeah. Well, I feel like we could talk about all of this for a while, but for sure, yeah. how can people get in touch with you? Um, how can they take one of your classes? How can they sign up to be a student? Yeah. What's yes. the best way? Okay. So you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram and YouTube, Zoe Jane Mitchell. 
TikTok, Zoe J. Mitchell. If you want to practice with me, anyone should come and practice with me. Everyone's first class is free. It's You can use a code that's free first. It will also be a pop-up on my website. My website is also zoejanemitchell.com. So you can find me there. And of course, it's linked in all of my socials. It will be right there in the bio. And then I also have free classes on my YouTube channel as well. And that is Zoe Jane Mitchell. Amazing. Thank you so much. And I'll link all of those out in our description. So you all will have the code and all the links to all of Zoe's social media. And thank you so much, Zoe, for being on. And thank you everyone for tuning in. And I will see you all next week. Thank you, Paige. Thank you, guys.